Howdy folks, Wide Open with Chris Brandt, episode number 15, coming to you from the Grizz, BC, Grizzly Lodge, that means uh, it's the kickoff to our season here. I got Ross Robinson, co-pilot. What up, Dow? And we got a special guest, Philip Wybar, hailing from McCall, Idaho. Yep. Uh, today we're we're bringing Phil on. Phil uh, Phil knows probably more about me and the story of BBA than than most. He's been. Um, we we're we we're talking about this last night, Phil. How many how many years has it been? I think since 2004 was the first time we like officially rode together, but we had met prior to that, you know, you were, I was racing snowcross and you were doing freestyle events. So I was always the pesky little kid bothering you, but uh, eventually, yeah, we rode in 2004 and then kind of, it all went from there. Yeah. So, um, just a brief, brief history, history with Phil. Phil, um, is a videographer that's shot for just about everybody. He's got his own series, the white, white gold film series. Um, you've, uh, filmed for five, shot for 509, mm-hmm. produced a 509 video. Volume six and seven. Six and seven. Yep. And then, oh, and those then are really good. Videos, those, by the way. Yeah. Phil just, uh, you know, he's just one of those dudes who has, has the eye for the shot. Um, and then not only the shot, but then the editing to put the shot all together. And, and so I think what's, what's been really fun over the years, Phil is, I mean, you've literally been with me, um, just about every single year. Yeah. I don't think there's been a season since like probably 2008 where we haven't linked up and done something. I would think, or yeah. it would have been, I guess, nine. But well, we got a lot of fun stuff to talk about um, with with filming. But let's 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 rewind all the way back and let's let's tell that this is pretty pretty cool, fun story. Let's talk about how we first met. So I, w- I was in McCall. Mm-hmm. Um, you were racing at a Rocky Mountain Snowcross race. I do not race because I'm terrible. Um, but his kids, his kids beat him in scooter races in the shop. Last week, <laughs> hey, so. I let them win. Okay. Oh, I don't know if he did, but okay. You're right. Actually, <laughs> I pulled my groin. Um, but I was up there doing a freestyle contest, and I had my truck and trailer. That the actually that year I was doing the M7 tour mm-hmm. for Articat. We had all the brand new 2005 uh, M7s that had just come out onto the market, and. I was parked at the Holiday Inn, and uh, I come out, and there's a note on my window, and the note—I I don't remember exactly what it said, but there's something to the effect of, "I want to come ride with you," and then it had your name and yeah. number. Yep. So did and it might I mean, be. Did you put that on there, or did your dad write the no, note? No, I, for I you? wrote the note, and I mean, because I was at this point, I was 14, and I didn't have a driver's license, so I'm like, "Pull into there, pull into there, and have let me write a note on his truck." So they did, and then um, you ha- you I think yeah you called me the next morning, and you're like yeah we're gonna go ride. Here's the plan, and I didn't. And I had no idea <laughs> that this was a 14 year old kid, right? Um, but I look at the note. I'm like I want to ride. I'm like well I like riding, so let's go ride. Yeah. yeah so my uh, my dad um, and you you didn't have like you didn't have like really a tour that day. It was kind of a free day for you it too. Was, yep. And uh, but we kind of knew somebody mutual there, at Jim Henson from Henson Power Sports at the time. The dealership. So um, we all, basically my dad just dropped me off at the Shell gas station parking lot and I loaded up with you guys and, you know, it was uh, pretty nerve-wracking for me, you know, being 14 and just getting dumped into that situation. But 
and I always kind of look at it too, even when, when you guys have clients, you know, I'm like, if you're not put in that position, you can never get better. Yep. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and you were riding a O2 RMK 700, RMK, 144. Yeah. Those had, those had uh, trailing arms. Yeah. And uh, so it was pretty cool. I mean, even, even that day, um, you know, I could see even at that age, I'm like, Oh, this little kid's a ripper. Yeah. Right. Um, and you got to go get on an M seven yeah. at that time. Right. This is a sled that was in my opinion, revolutionizing mm-hmm. mountain riding. Um, and then, you know, sure enough, you were on yep. an M the yep. next year. Yep. And, um, you know, I think, and that's, that's what's, I mean, so humbling about this industry is we have to keep the youth, excited about wanting to do it and mm-hmm. at that time you were like me 10 10 years prior yep. right just all i could do was think about snowmobiling and it it was a it was a way of life and a way of passion and r- you know ross kind of had talked told us that the other day too he's like well you know i i watched you growing up riding and yeah. then ross watched you know kind of both of us working together as well yeah so it's kind of this, this I, cycle i remember this six and seven 509 volt series like those were big movies to me and those were phil produced those and shot all that and then you were just like crushing in that and i was probably i was in high school at that time Mm -hmm. when those were coming out so yeah yeah it's cool that those series now we're all buddies yeah right yeah Yeah. it it is really cool to to think of how all that worked and you know the first time i end up going to film with phil all i can think about is this 14 year old kid on his o2 rmk like i can't believe this kid's like working with me now yeah um and then i mean starting with how it all turned into the film stuff too just a little backstory on that i uh in idaho we have a senior project in high school and i just wanted to do something where i could go kind of snowmobile (laughs) so (laughs) it was basically just oh, i'm gonna make a snowmobile movie and but you know i knew i knew john heston at this point i knew a lot of guys that were sort of you know, a lot of great writers, but a lot of decent names in the industry too. I mean, John was in a lot of the 509 stuff at that point too. And it was kind of just a ploy to go somewhere wheel, but it turned into something where I really enjoyed it. And at that point I was just using, you know, a handy cam, stealing my mom and dad's handy, handy cam and going to do it. Yep. But, I remember, uh, I remember the first film. Yeah. I mean, it was full on handy cam. Oh yeah. 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 Yep. And then, and then, cause after that, well, so I would have gone to, a lot of people ask me, do you, you go to school for this? You know, I didn't because I wanted to stay in Idaho and neither, neither of the, uh, the schools there offered like a digital cinema course. They offered broadcasting, but I didn't want to shoot the news. So, um, you, you can learn a lot on the internet and YouTube these days and practice is key to everything. And, you know, once you figure out something you enjoy, go for it hundred percent. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and it's really cool to see where you've taken that. Um, and, and you can tell that you do enjoy it. You, Mm -hmm. I mean, um, you know, the other thing about Phil is, um, and we, this is, this has happened with all of the people I've ever filmed with. You better be a writer to be able to get into the zones to get the shot. Mm -hmm. And, um, anyone who knows Phil knows that, he was one of the best writers out there too. Right. Not only behind the lens, but also a lot of the uh, time I end up hitting the same jump or whatever it is after we put the camera yeah. away. Oh, I've got, we've had like arguments of like, he's like, if you don't hit that, I'm hitting that. I'm like, <laughs> I don't want to hit that. That's big dude. And I mean, or like people are like, 
that's Phil over there watching your film. Like, that's Phil. I'm like, this is his movie. I'm like, yeah, he's in his own movie. Like, he's a shredder. Yeah. So that's really cool. I mean, no, there's nobody else that does that. Yeah. Can do that. I remember a couple of years ago, it was actually up here. Um, Phil, I see him like over there setting up his camera and I'm like, what is he doing? Cause I'm not hitting that crap over there. <laughs> and here he comes, he sets his camera up, his record goes up, knocks out this banger off this cliff. And he, cause he, there was no way he was asking me to do it. I would screw the shot up for yeah. sure. And he just comes and hucks off of it, which that was yep. pretty cool. Yeah. Well, let's fast forward a little bit. Um, so we started filming together, um, and let's just talk about that a little bit. I, I mean, you've been, we were talking about this last night. It was really cool. I mean, you've literally been all over the world with mm-hmm. me, yep. uh, filming and, and capturing um, content and, and what we do. And, and I mean, you've been over to Russia, you've been to down to Chile with us multiple times. Obviously, we've spent a lot of time up here mm-hmm. at Grizzly and in Colorado. Um, it's, uh, and that's, that's pretty cool. And, Mm -hmm. you know, to think about all of the things that we've been a part of and with, uh, is, is pretty cool. And, and I wanted to ask you one question and I'm stealing this totally from Ross. That's what I do. I talk, I talk sometimes on this podcast. (laughs) Um, I mean, I got the next one. Okay. You got, you got the next one. Yeah. Um, I mean, what we've, we've had so many we've had trials and tribulations, right? You've been there when I dislocated my shoulder in McCall. Mm -hmm. You were there last year when I bummed my wrist, flipping my sled over on top of me backwards. But you know, what's, what's a moment over all of these years that we've been filming together? What's, you know, what's a moment that you'll, that you remember like, um, that you're like, that was crazy. Or is it day or Or day or as, as far as like crazy, as far, as far as like, the injury side of things when you did your shoulder that was the weirdest thing because you passed out twice and you went into full, zo- full zombie mode <laughs> and they were like oh god uh, he's dead, he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah this is this is not going to be easy to break to the industry <laughs> no uh, but yeah that was i mean that was a weird deal but that was actually pretty comical i you know you're filming i hit this this tree well that was a little frozen it jams my shoulder pops my shoulder out and i'm sitting there and i'm going like this and you guys come over to me and you're like are you all right and i'm like i think i'm gonna pass out <laughs> yeah i'm gonna pass out and i bigger than and then it, it was jay was john there right yeah, yeah john was so there. john's like all right hurry we this is our time to act and while, you're, <laughs> while you're out he's just boom <laughs> yeah and that that did do a damn thing oh and then God. all i do is i get up and you guys are like i thought i was in a wrestling match and i mean and so and then I, I ended up riding out with it dislocated and and then on the wrist too you were like it was you, you were hurting bad there too because you looked at me and you're like phil I feel the same thing like I, before I was about to pass out. <laughs> Luckily, that yeah. didn't happen again. Yeah, yeah I was close. I yeah. kept like shaking my head. No, 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 no. Don't pass out. Don't pass out. Yeah, we've we see us we we see a, a pattern here. Brant is a passer yeah. outer. Oh yeah, big <laughs> yeah, time. Yeah. I'm, my body's just like you know what? Peace out. <laughs> We're gonna go to sleep for just a second so you can yeah. calm down. But yeah, but as far as as far as filming goes, um, I mean. One of the most memorable trips for me was when we, uh, you went to McCall and it was the first time we shot on like red. 
Mm-hmm. And um, that's when I was wor- we had a bunch of help from Sky Panic at Rage Films um, when I was that was for when I was working for Five Hundred Nine, and he'd ship me his red and everything, just like here you go. And we it was in McCall and it was in the spring, so it w- but we had good weather and you know sunlight, and it was just one of those a good trip for was, filming. And was that on the two thousand tw- the orange sled? Yep, the, yeah, the twelve and the, and with the, the nine hundred, red, red yeah. white, and, yeah. and the red, white, and blue turbo too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was just a a really good trip, and it was cool for me just because it was like using one of my dream cameras, you know, for the first time with somebody of your caliber. So yeah. that one sticks yeah. out to me. But it's, I mean, I remember, I remember we were we were in at Wolf Creek one year early season, and that was still seems like it was maybe one of the deepest deepest days. That was probably thirteen. <laughs> it That's was when I had to ride Ross's sled out for him. Oh, that day you're talking? <laughs> when we were stuck downhill going down the yeah the drainage. Yeah. Yeah. There's Will, it was you, me, Rhino, and Phil. Are you talking about that day? When we got Phil's like, I'm gonna put the drone in the air and we're like, we're gonna go warm our sleds up and we <laughs> got stuck like four feet away from Phil in a creek. There was that one, but there was even before that when you had the red the red, white and black Dermax. Oh, yep. And um I think Sane was there too mm-hmm. at this point. But that was and that was like really early season, but it was That was for like counterbalance probably. No, cause it no, because it was in five oh nine it's on five oh nine page, the yeah. on yep. their YouTube. But um yeah. there was that one and then but as far as like experience of a film trip i mean chile's still pretty insane because we've like you said we've been to a lot of places and when you go to chile the you're you're dealing with nice people good food you know good and and you feel like you're on another planet Mm -hmm. so it's really cool for filming wise because it's it's easier to tell a story that way because there's more stuff to focus on and you're seeing volcanoes and trees that look like dinosaurs should be coming out so location wise that's probably one of my favorites yeah and like yeah and that's that working with you i would never probably get to go to places like that either so that's super cool for me yeah i think it's so rewinding back to that mccall trip that you're talking about when you're on that orange sled yeah it was called chaos yeah right <laughs> you kept that sled took the 900 off it it became a rental sled and i rode that sled as a client <laughs> the next year yeah when i was 17 yeah well and i think i to try to butter you up to make you feel better about me putting you on like the most <laughs> clapped out sled in the fleet i'm like yeah i filmed my segment on this sled last year you better uh you better pull your weight around here on it and it was like it was, i mean bent a arms and yeah well i just looked at you i'm like yep you're gonna break yeah, shit he's gonna so. break stuff Good luck, kid. <laughs> but that's just funny how the, all that was the same sled, right? And then that snowmobile's, uh, then we actually, that actually went back to Polaris or some sort of like, yep. that's, and then this girl who was interning at Polaris walks up to me at Heydays a couple years later with that snowmobile side panels. Yep. And she's like, we kept, I kept these side panels and like the whole sled's gone or whatever, but we have these panels. Can you guys sign them and stuff? It was like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. Full. And that was like three years later. Or yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah. Well, and, and I, and I think, and I, that's what's, that's what's so incredible for me to think about is that, you know, we, we think of these filming segments and filming, um, trips as, this opportunity to capture something really special. And um, there's a lot of things that have to go right for a filming trip to to work out. Right. Um, I mean, take 
Grizzly here. We've shot three days and we have a day's worth of footage because weather hasn't worked out. We've had guys breaking stuff and, and, you know, all of these things, but you know, when everything comes together and it's right, it's amazing. The stuff that we can capture. And, you know, as a writer too, this is, and I think this is why Phil and I work so good together is I am, I am pushing myself and I'm going to go do something that most, some of the times I really don't want to do, but I know the shot is going to be good. And if the camera guy doesn't catch it, or if the camera guy isn't as stoked as I am after I pull something like that, I mean, they're like, that sucks. I mean, it doesn't make me want to do it. And, and that's, what's so fun about filming with Phil is he already, like when we stop somewhere, I mean, with the skill set he has on a sled, him and I are literally looking at the same thing. He, and, you know, he's at, you're coming, coming left or right. Yep. Yep. You're going to do it. Yep. 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 Which Got, is cool ahead. for me because then it's like, I can worry about my side of the job, which is figuring out where to shoot it from where I'm not like, I'm not trying to figure out. Cause some writers I have to go and be like, okay, I kind of have to direct and be like, do you think you go here? And where we're kind of on the same page on what line before we even, you know, talk yep. about it almost. Yep. yep. And, and that importance of being able to just get the shot. Yep. Right. Um, and the, the one saying that I don't hear from Phil very often, which I hear from a lot of guys who film, can you do it one more time? And I, most of the time there's one line in there Yeah. and I am going to give it my all on that one line. I'm going to do it as big as possible. And if the camera guy doesn't get it, then it's just a big waste. It was a waste of me potentially breaking my sled, Mm -hmm. breaking myself, you know, all of those things for nothing. And so that's, that's what I really like about, I know it's going to be money. Yeah, uh, for sure. Right. Well, that was the question I was going to ask. Dang it. You're welcome. And well, I just wanted you guys to talk about that relationship because you've, you worked together for so long and I mean, there was a, there was a moment yesterday when I noticed it, we pulled up, we had the whole group with us. We were going to grab a quick shot. And Chris is like in between those trees, right to left, going to hop that. And Phil's like, got it. And it was like done in three minutes. And there's like, and and there's like a million trees and everybody's like, yeah. Like, what, what are they talking about? Exactly. And like, I knew what you guys were talking about, but like everybody else was like, what are they doing? You know? And it's, uh, so like those, those times are so fun to be a part of and watch as they kind of unfold because everybody's just on the same wavelength mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah. Touching, touching back on the filming side of things too, is it's a lot of discipline to like put a whole video or a whole segment together, you know, because the best days, I always say the best days to film are the best days to ride as well. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. So it takes a lot of discipline to, to stop and slow down and be like, okay, it's worth getting a camera out. It takes five extra minutes because it's going to be rewarding in the end, right? Yeah. And I think in the earlier years, we really did struggle with that. Um, and now we know, I mean, this, this How many is times our, have we said, I wish we would have done that, right? Yeah. 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 This is our job. Let's get it. Let's do it. Let's mm-hmm. get, let's get it done. Yeah. Um, and a and a segment can be shot. Like we've been film. You guys have been filming for the last three days, and we don't have very much footage. If you get one good day, like today. If you get one day, like today's yeah, the like day. Today, we're, <laughs> we're gonna get it today. It just like stacks. Just and like you can shoot a whole segment in a day, like almost. Yeah. If you're lucky. If yeah. 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 And and I 
I think what's what's funny about that is it really you know that was first couple shots set the tone for the day um weather can dictate that your sled how you're feeling on your sled the success of if you pull that line first it really sets the tone and you know i just remember like you know riding that high and like okay let's go right there phil Okay, and then he yeah. turns over, and then we bang out another one there, and another one there, and once and I, it's going, you can kind of keep that energy going, and it, yep. yep, and that energy is up here, and then I get to a point, and then that energy goes like this. <laughs> yeah, I gotta go home. Yeah. I'm tired. I can't feel my arms, and I'm done. Yeah. So, um, but so along a lot of the lines of you know we talk about these really cool moments that has happened filming. Um, We've had some risk. We've had, well, we've had a lot of event adventures here. Mm-hmm. Um, we added another one yesterday. Uh, it was so, it was so hilarious. Uh, Phil ended up going with Ross and Kyle with one of the groups and they went down into one of my favorite holes here. And yeah. I mean, it is a, we wonder if we're going to get back out. We probably, it's 50, 50, whether you're staying the night, yeah. right? <laughs> hopefully you got the right group. Hopefully we don't break anything. Hopefully there's enough snow down in the bottom to get back out all this stuff. Right. And I'm up top and I'm, you know, listening to all the mayhem down there over the radio and, and I'm talking with my group up top and I'm like, man, I love it down there. I'm just telling them stories, <laughs> yeah. but I, and I'm like, you know, the, the, the one thing about down in there, you never break anything up here where yeah. you can get out. You always break something down there. And I was saying, you know, one year we had a dry shaft break. One year we had a bolt break. One year we had, and I'm telling all these stories and I'm like, man, something always breaks in there. And I'm not kidding you. Five minutes later, Ross comes on the radio and he's like, hey, Brant. Um, and I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> it was like that time of day. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I'm like, I go to the guys. I'm like, oh, they broke something. I And I, and I go back on the radio. That's what the radio makes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what parts do you need? He's like, and Ross is like, I need a right AR. I'm like, oh, I told you. Yeah. And I mean, it's, you know, and Phil's just down there like, yep, this is what happens down here. Yeah. Uh, so. And what's funny about that is I went with, we switched. I've been there every single time something's broke. Too. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I, 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 I ha- you, sh- you don't let me go down there anymore because <laughs> I haven't been down there and haven't, we've, we always break things. Um, but the funny part is, is like we got a couple shots early in the day and then I went with Phil and Kyle and we were going to go get some shots. And after I went with those two, I didn't get a single shot because like we broke that part. I had to come back here. Like it was just so and then by chaotic. The, by the yeah. time you're back, it's like, um, okay, if we don't start the mission on getting out now, it's going to be pretty late. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'm looking at Brant's GoPro clips where he was and I'm like, dude, Phil should have went with you because <laughs> like that stuff is actually way easier and better to like stack clips on. So it was, a it day doesn't always and work. It, and yeah. Phil is like the best at tagging along with that yeah. because he's, he's been through it so many times. He's like, all right, we're doing this today. And you know, it is what it is. And we're going to, we're going to make up for it. Like today's the mission to make up for it. Well, one of my, one of my funniest stories, and it was pretty nerve wracking and a little embarrassing at the same time was the McCall trip when I had the, the first axis. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, there was like two of these in existence and I, and I was able to get one. You, you came to my house. Um, so this was a 2016 axis in 15 
and you came to my house and you grabbed it and yep. brought it to McCall. We didn't with, have with the lightweight turbo too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you had my carbon sled yep. and you had my axe, uh, the axis. And I mean, these are like two halo snowmobiles, mm-hmm. right? The first carbon sled I ever built. You had to feel pretty cool rolling down the yeah. highway with those oh, yeah. two I, bad I, boys, I had people didn't like you? I had people like in McCall like that I knew they're like. They're like, where did you get that? <laughs> <laughs> um, so you come all the way up to McCall. We were having kind of a just a bummer snow year down uh, in Colorado that year. And so we were going to film my segment in McCall. And so you came down, you picked up everything up, and I flew into McCall. Uh, this was the year I dislocated my shoulder. But um, first day out, literally first day out, first shot. And, and Steven was there too for yeah. this, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I sink the freaking axis in the water. <laughs> I mean, whose whose dumb idea was it for to cross the water? I didn't like it. At I think all. it was Stevens. It sounds like Stevens. He's Stevens. not here, so it's Stevens. <laughs> it's <idea>. definitely <laughs> Stevens. Ah, <laughs> oh, we so would have been like, we, we, Chris. Do you think you can come across that water right there? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I, and the reason, so I was like. I had been across just some little water stuff and I, I would always get water in my clutches and I'm like, man, thank gosh I got across that. And that's like one little wheelie across something, you know? And it wasn't big, it was maybe like 20 feet wide of water. This one? You think longer? <laughs> it felt like it was about a mile. <laughs> I'm looking at it. I'm like, okay, I we'll, don't, we'll call it 50. I don't like this <laughs> at all, <laughs> at all. And we're so, in the lake, right? It's the, in the it's lake the, it was the inlet it's of the, the upper lake. lake and it's like where it go, goes goes at in. the end okay. by the dam there so and it's pretty deep i mean it is no ice no slush this is open water okay. yes but and there's ice you know like there's water under there's ice that comes out yeah and that's because that's what's funny is where you where uh-huh. the skis ended up on the ice yeah so they go set up on the other side and i'm just shaking my head i'm like and when you're shaking your head before a line like i don't want to do this that is the person on your shoulder slapping you in the helmet saying knock it off you shouldn't be doing this i should have listened to that guy yeah. and most of the time i don't listen to him but <laughs> you this have, time i should you have a lot of deep conversations with that guy when you're filming <laughs> yeah he's you like do. hey dude and you're like wait i gotta get the shot yeah but, and so they're set up and it was actually me and John, we were doing a tandem across the water and we start going across and first thing, like, like I mean, halfway through, it's like, I'm like, I'm dead. I'm done. That's when, that's the time you figured out. It's not a good idea to put any water skipping on an axis. They, yeah. they just don't like it. Yeah. Without, now with the, with the way the water yeah. or the water yep. came into the, into the panel and so I'm, I'm like, you know, pinned barely. It's like sinking. I'm going down. And here's me. Like, I just like literally jump on the spindle, jump to the shore. And I'm like, peace out sled. I don't, I'm not getting yeah. wet. And, and here comes the sled. And then here comes Phil diving into the water <laughs> yeah. after the sled. <laughs> I'm like, whoa, committed. I, know, I totally just jumped in there. It was like, it's probably way steep at, on the edge there. Yeah. But yeah. And then. We got it out of there, but because luckily the skis did land on the edge of the ice. Yeah, the skis did, so it kind of held the front end up, and then Phil goes all in, like up to his thighs, and we pull it out. It, Somebody had to do it. it. Yeah, it it did it did hydrolock the motor. We flipped the sled upside down, pulled the plugs out. Literally, we had actually Ward from Carl's there. He's like, up. Oh, well, that's easy, and you know, like yeah. <laughs> had it running in about forty five seconds, and yeah. we filmed the rest of the time until i dislocated my shoulder didn't, didn't you end that was up a with terrible the, trip 
Yeah. That, yeah, that one didn't go. That one didn't go. Good. good. Did you, uh, didn't you end up with that sled for like the next season too? Yeah. And it was totally, yeah, it was, I ended up having it as a, as a fleet, a sled. fleet sled. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and that green moss must've worked really good for those crank bearings lube down there. And yeah, it worked good. <laughs> and you know, I, I'm sure I did a ton of preventative maintenance yep. over the summer on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it actually worked out good. So I thought, I thought that was, that was a pretty, that was a unique story. Um, you know, just one of many that, that we've been a part of. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of good times yep. um, over the, the the few years, and it's like, well, like our, I remember the first time that you came to Chris's place when I was there. I was mm-hmm. like, oh boy, like me trying to film, learn to film with like Chris for you is like now it's no big deal. But like Chris executes lines very easily on film, and then like we were talking to Kyle about this too. Yeah. It's like learning how to film as a rider is also something like it's mental too, though, because when you're, when you're just riding, you're, you're not thinking about that, where if you stop and set up for one shot, a lot of, of guys who haven't filmed a lot, they psych themselves out very easily on just the easy where they would do it. No problem. If they, we didn't stop and pull a camera out. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think it takes just time to, you know, get over that and not think about that side of it yeah that is that is one thing that has is has been something now that i don't think about but i learning how to film has is something like to make a b shot look like an a shot Mm -hmm. um and you know we saw a couple things where like kyle he did the line but you know, the nose of the sled wasn't up enough, the, you know, what, whatever. And it, it, it was a cool shot, but it wasn't, it wasn't one of those ones where you're like, damn. Yeah. Right. A few little things can be either cut the shot out of it or it's usable and it, you can put it in because mm-hmm. it makes it, it looks good. Or you're looking at the terrain and like, yeah, I mean, that's the safe way to go and you have to go. And that's, it's funny. Like I, when I posted a GoPro clip the other day and someone was saying like, Oh, it was fatty. He's yeah. like, nothing against you, but you take, you pick some horrible lines. Yeah. And I'm like, I do, don't I? Yeah. And, but I, I love that. Like he, you know, he would have gone below the tree and made it easier and right, you know, yeah. or whatever. And, um, filming forces you to make it look hard because if it doesn't look hard on film, it's a wasted shot. And we have set that bar or that standard so freaking high that if it's if there's not a chance you're wrecking your snowmobile, it's not even a usable <laughs> shot. No, no joke, huh? Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like well, it's funny too, because when last year our our most recent stuff that we put out, I guess all three of us now, because we used Phil's footage. Yeah. We shot a lot of it up here last year. Yep. And Chris was like, You should just edit the web series and I'm like I got to work with Phil's red footage, which I've never worked with before and all this stuff. So like, you know, um, it's, and, it, and then Chris and I had the conversation, how easy your footage is to work with. It's like, that's why we need Phil. Like these certain shots are so cool. They're so crisp and they just make putting cool content together very easily. And so it, it, that's, what's been super fun for me to work with his stuff is now I'm like, how do I shoot this stuff? Because it is really cool. Yeah. And really fun. Mm-hmm. So, well, and so Phil, we've, you know, 
Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, and like like you've said, you know, on several vlog, you know vlogs and stuff like that, you're like, now you see both sides of it. Yeah, hundred like, percent. Yeah, it's not like the most fun thing to get roosted by the camera, yeah. you know, by sleds all day, and like, so yeah, you've seen both sides of it now, and you're yeah. like, okay, I see a new respect for you said it in one and like all the filming guys I've ever worked with yeah. I'm sorry <laughs> I'm sorry as I'm getting just pummeled with snow from Barant and Chile yeah <laughs> oh my god you got me a, you got me a couple good ones sometimes yeah. 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 yeah I've thankfully I mean in those early days you didn't I care didn't well, it's not that I didn't care I didn't really know exactly what was going on all I was caring about was making the line but after you know when you look back and you see that camera guy like what the hell? Yeah. And it's like, you know, his $50,000 camera looks like a snow a snow cone. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, yeah. So I'm a little more mindful of it now. I try to be. Um, for sure. I've, I've got a, I got a good question for you, Phil. So you, I mean, again, you know, we talk about, we've filmed just about every year since whenever. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you've got to see me ride just about every single one of my, little unicorn sleds yeah. my mod sleds yep. what's been the funnest one that you've had on camera or what what's a sled that stuck out to you the the what the the blue light or like the blue and light blue one with the green yeah. logos was that was that ludicrous no that was monster. monster monster yeah and it could have just been the film you know our film trip with it too because mm-hmm. everything went good and we got awesome shots like but that one, it seemed, that one looked pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, that, yeah, that, that was that was that that first stab at the titanium. Titanium. titanium yeah. Light. 155. Yeah. 10 or 11 pounds uh, of boost. Yeah. Yeah. Ross couldn't ride it on flat ground. I couldn't ride it over the meadow, dude. <laughs> I yeah. will never yeah. forget that. And then, yes. and then even just last season, like, kind of, you know, the new short tunnel thing. Uh-huh. And I watched you have to learn how how to re-ride that style because it was coming around so quick on you and that's what happened with the wrist too yeah um well that, that's funny let's talk about that so you came out in it was end of january for the first film trip with and i i literally hadn't rode that sled yet yeah um just you know we get busy i couldn't get time on so that was the first and man it's if felt weird not knowing or not being confident on my sled because I'm like, things are happening so fast right now and our snow was sugary and things, and it was just like, it was uncomfortable for me. And then, you know, again, just like all the things that we're talking about is for me to go make a line look gnarly, it has to be in Narville and it has to be hard and all this stuff. And I'm riding a sled that I'm not exactly sure what it's going to do yet. And it bit me yep. in January. Well, yeah, you're going zero to a hundred on something you aren't familiar with. Yeah, and that's yeah. We you should have had a couple. I should have. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We 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 learned some lessons there the for sure. Sled had like four miles on it. Yeah, yeah, yep. And so I get hurt, and then you end up coming back out with Stephen Clark um, in March. Late February, March, it or something. Was, it so, was March, yeah, yeah, because I wasn't yeah. there, and I hadn't had much more time on the turbo because my wrist just was not in turbo condition. Mm-hmm. But I had been riding my short tunnel uh, non-turbo sled a bunch and getting a feel for that and where that point is of no return. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, and so really cool to watch. And and even when I watch those clips of January versus the clips in March, yeah, to watch the confidence and and like you said, you know, just how I was riding the sled. Mm-hmm. It was, it was. I mean, that was. I will just call that out. That was the most efficient two days we've ever had on film, ever. Yeah. I mean, it was banger shot after and like we literally could go to one zone and i mean i think you said we had like 120 clips in a day or something something stupid right i mean it was and you know it's so magical when things like that happen we had perfect snow perfect weather sled was flawless rider was on his game yeah that's what what you were saying you're like i didn't i couldn't even use everything yeah i shot Right in two days, in all you know, all the stuff from uh, th- that yeah. part of the webisode stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. For that, for the webisode, like all of that action footage of you was shot in two days, like for ten. Webisodes. And you didn't, and you didn't even use all of it. No, there's still like, I mean, I used all the A shots, but there's still yeah. a lot of filler stuff that is, yeah. Yep. And it's funny when I edited one, I had a buddy like help me look through some footage. He's like also really good at like putting these like cinematic, you know, scenes together mm-hmm. with awesome sound. And he's like finding these clips that I haven't even like f- looked at because I'm so buried in footage. So like, that's not a bad problem to have at all when you're like, yeah. Oh, there's a good one. But it's funny. It, 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 it is, um, as a writer, I'm thinking like, why didn't that shot get used or why didn't that shot get yeah, used? Seriously. Um, and it's like, well, that was a waste. Right. And yeah. so, you know, it's, it's funny that dynamic is you guys have, too much footage and and it doesn't even get used i mean you know well how many times can i go upside down on a re-entry or get gnarly through the trees and and so that's the other thing too you know is trying to mix up the shot selection and and how to to make it not just we're filming the same thing over and over and over and over and it's hard it's really hard and and you know for all the internet typers out there that just (laughs) you know like downplay whatever it's just like you have no idea what is going into this yeah. I mean, there's so much freaking work and building these sleds to be able to do these things and yeah all i hear, this I hear stuff. it all the time like oh you have you have the best job you just get to go out in snowmobile and like on a real film day like there's hardly there's hardly any writing yeah. for me you know yeah. like and not that i don't love it i love it i mean it's what i always wanted to do right but to to, to do it seriously you still have to take it as a job yeah and right. And you do it at enough at the end of the season, I totally get burnt out just like anybody else does on yeah. spending that much, that many hours doing that. So, and I think we've which all, is good though, because then you get a break from it in the summer yeah. and everything. I think so. we've all been together on days where we're all like, oh, we got to get some shots, but man, we just want to kind of go ride. Yeah. And we've all, yeah. we've all been there and stuff. But yeah. There's been definitely times here that we've filmed that in the day right and yeah. then it starts gets a little sloppy and we just cut cut it like okay <laughs> yeah. let's go ride and let's then ride. and then oh man what a refreshing feeling yeah. you know no camera go slay and but then we always oh we should have filmed, filmed that yeah that <laughs> been sick. yeah yeah every time yeah it, you know what's funny is f- when you ask that question to phil about what his favorite side was monster well we got some good news because we're building we're building we're building another one monster 2.0 <laughs> 2. yeah and and that's why we actually had that conversation when you were like, I want to build a shorty. And it was like, just to go do stupid, silly things. And Kyle and I are like, 
can we write it? <laughs> I'm like yes. instantly thinking, I'm like, well, we be, I'm not going to do the front end I would run. We're going to have to yes. go a chromoly front end instead of an aluminum <laughs> yeah. front end. Yeah. If Kyle looks at it wrong in the trailer, it'll He'll bend, bend it. Arm. Yeah. Um, but no, I'm, I'm actually, I'm really excited about that. Um, you know, that, that rowdiness and, and, you know, looking at the, the trends or the shifts of what is being videoed these days. You know, we look at, you know, I look at the silly, like Ross was showing me a pretty sick GoPro clip the other day or yesterday of him just coming across this hill, doing these bow ties, landing exactly back in his track and continuing side hilling, right? Yeah. Those are, those are things that we're like, we're doing on purpose now. Yeah. It didn't, it didn't happen on purpose. I, th- that brings me to this one story. Two years ago, I was on my, on Ludacris, my blue 163, 155 yep. tunnel, 163 track, bunch of power, all titanium. And I was coming across the side hill and I just throw it up and it did one of those moves. And I landed back in my same track and I looked back the at 360, Phil, the 360. Yeah. 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 I'm like, did you see that? And you're like, what do you, what just happened? I don't there, there was, yeah, there was so much snow dust that I, he went out, kept going this, out the same way. And I'm like, it would just didn't make any sense. And then, but unfortunately we, we rewatched it and there was just so much snow dust. You, you can't see, really yeah. see what happened, but you can tell it came around just so fast. Yeah. And, yeah. and, 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 you know, that was, that was three years ago. And now we're, we're doing those things on purpose with, somewhat ease yeah um and and you know that's where my, the motivation to build this like short tunneled 155 with a bunch of boosts with a, cu- a couple lightweight parts like i want to go do i love doing those things um and you know you watch what what you're doing ross and and what kasturki's doing yeah. and you know kasturki's just he is definitely pushing that side of things um, where, you know, my riding has shifted. I used to do a lot of that stuff. And I loved, I was thinking about this laying in bed last night. I'm like, man, where I want one of those big floaters, you know, like yeah. a step down and, you know, all of these, like most people don't even, all of the new followers I have over the last few years, they just see me as this tree riding guy. But yeah, I mean, I used to really dig jumping. Yeah. You, oh, well, yeah. your nickname was Big Air Beret, <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. And, and I mean, things change. Our terrain in Colorado, uh, where we ride now, is we have no jumps. No, literally. Literally. No, no jumps. jumps. Um, and so when I come up to Grizzly, I mean, every little lip, I'm like, okay, Phil, shh, get down there. I'm <laughs> jumping from here and landing over there somewhere. Yeah. It's 12 feet, but it'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and, and so that's, that's fun. And, and, you know, just, it's pretty cool to build these, you know, I've been building these longer tracks because of, because the conditions I ride now are different mm-hmm. and the, and my agenda on the hill is different. I like just getting up to the top of Narville and I really am enjoying that. And, um, so it's really cool to see the different types of things that people are enjoying watching yeah. in the industry right now. Yeah. I, so one of my last questions for Phil's, so you've created a lot of content and a lot of films and all that stuff. Do you have one of yours that was like the, like, maybe it was either your favorite or it was the one that like set the tone for your next projects or, um, you know, I would say so counterbalance and what you were in and it was all it was a lot of good timing for me too because a lot of 
previous sled films, they were all kind of just shot with, you know, the same kind of cameras. And cameras were really evolving around the time that I started doing my own stuff. Mm -hmm. And you could go and get, like, a Canon DSLR with 60 frames now, you know, because 60 frames before that, to get that, it was, like, you needed to be on film or, like, some... It was really expensive still. Yeah. So that kind of opened up that, and I started... That was probably the first film, though, that I had started getting like that cinematic side of it more so mm-hmm. um and i think maybe that kind of started the tone for my future work um and that was in 2013 so yeah that probably that one and then but the last my last piece of work white gold um i did a white gold web series on youtube that was all free and stuff and then but the last season uh, i did white gold the film and really just focused on like qual- you know quality over quantity or even shock and off factor like you're not going to see the craziest stuff in there but it's something that everybody can relate to and it gives you more of an emotional connection of what a great day of riding on the mountains like so that's what i lean towards on this and um yeah i'm, pr- I'm proud of it and it's a lot of work but yeah yep a lot of super cinematic deep pow shots yeah 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 because we got you got the winner for it too yeah and that's yeah, what, that yeah, was the, the thing too is, man just, it was oh my god there was a year to do a movie it was last year yeah 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 well uh, you know for me it it really comes down to i mean it's a i mean how many times and this is this is pretty cool to talk about i mean how many times have you had my ski literally 10 inches from your face with your $50,000 camera sitting there. I'm on 12 pounds of boost. Yeah. Don't really, can't really see you, but I know kind of where you are. We've done it long enough now that our, like our trust of Uh coming or, you know, you coming at me and and it's like, there's still a couple times I'll I'll flinch, (laughs) but when other people are like turning away, I'm like, stay just still there most of the time, you know? And, and what, and the result is, is awesome. Yeah. I mean, the, to see how the shot turns out or, you know, those, and it's like, it's those fadeaway shots of me, just like this angry track coming at you and fading yep. away or just something. And, and that, and it's funny, like you trust me as a writer, but my trust in you as the filmer for me to put, be putting my, my, everything out on the line for this line, yeah. for, knowing that, the shot's going to be worth it. You better capture this. Yeah. And and I don't ever have to think that anymore because, yeah. I, I mean, time and time and time again, I get to see the result. And for me, that's how I can quantify it and justify it in my head that, okay, I'm going to go put it all, all out on the line for, for this one shot. Mm-hmm. And that's a it's – a, it's a rewarding feeling. Um, and it's – to be honest, I mean, it's the reason why I'm able to, for me, keep pushing myself because I, and, you know, I, I for sure, for sure, there's many times that I wouldn't have gone and done it unless there was a camera there. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. And yeah. that's one of the things that I guess I enjoy about filming. We all just wish we could go ride. But at the same time, I'm like, I know today, like today, as we're talking right here, we're going to eat breakfast and then we're going to go out and I'm going to go do things that I wouldn't normally do because that you didn't do the last three. days. That's right. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's a film day and 
I'm, I, you know, I actually couldn't even sleep all that great last night because I, you know, I knew we had this podcast. We had to get up early before before everybody got out here. Um, and You're I knew thinking we of where you want to kind of go. go yeah. Thinking about the moment and the shot and yeah. and <laughs> since 2000 and whatever, um, <laughs> it still brings the butterflies to me. It makes me think. Makes me nervous. Makes me excited. And I love that feeling. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah super fun. Yep. Especially when you have Chris Brandt, you know, and then Phil's shooting and Chris is like, you do that. And I'm like, dang it. All right. I'm like, we're going to try, you know. that. Well, and it's funny, Ross, you know, watching you film and now we're getting Kyle kind of into it. Yeah. You guys are, you know, me 10 years ago yeah. of yeah, just trying to figure out. And it's so neat when we're reviewing footage. Right, right. You're right. watching, you're like, man, that felt way cooler. I'm like, yeah, but you needed to rotate. You needed to stand the sled up a little further. It comes like, down to yeah. like the, ex- ex- the execution ratio, right? It's like the same for you back then where it's just, it's time and practice and then failing. Fa- failing. Yeah, lots totally. of yeah. failing. Yep. That's how you learn and, and, and notice things that are going to work. Yeah. Yeah. Well, awesome. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast, Phil. It was awesome having yeah, you. For I mean, having me, guys. We have so many more stories. We do. And fun, yeah. fun little facts. Um, we'll have to catch that for another time. Um, but uh, it's cool to be up here at Grizzly again. And uh, it's, you know, it wouldn't be the same without you up here capturing what we do and being able to share it with all of you folks. Um, so, again, make sure you check, uh, you can check this full podcast out on youtube and then uh, for all you guys who when we do these little teaser clips and instagram and you're like whoa wait if they're listening <laughs> now they are they've listened to the whole podcast so they found <laughs> the podcast yeah, i know right. where you're going with this. yeah you're right we need to do a separate here do it and we'll make an instagram clip for it right now go okay <laughs> so for those of you watching instagram right now wondering how the heck can i listen to this you go to podcast you look up chris brant and you hit Watch me or listen to me. <laughs> exactly. Please listen now. If you search Chris Brandt wherever you lis- you want to listen to podcasts, we're there. Or have, we're on YouTube. Wide open with Chris Brandt. I have found people have gotten severely lazy, and all you have to do is ask Siri. Hey, Siri, where's Siri. Chris Brandt's podcast? Or, hey, Siri, what... <laughs> The, the gauntlet question. I get, I have answered it 900 times. Where do I get those hand muffs? <laughs> Go to my dang website. Go to the Google. The Google will help you. The Google. Oh. Anyway. Anyways. It, we're really appreciative of, uh, of you guys listening. And um, it sure has been a lot of fun. And we're going to keep continuing to do these. Um, hopefully more on a regular schedule. And Ross, thanks for bringing all of your junk up here to Canada so we could do one live with Philly Phil. Yeah. I'm surprised it made it. Yeah. Um, so Phil 208 is or er, uh, White Gold is on iTunes now. Is that yep. correct? Yeah. Yeah. So 208 Productions is my company name. And so that's what all my film stuff on iTunes and YouTube and stuff like that is under. So yeah, go check that out. There's a whole, um, white gold web series for free on YouTube. And then if you want to film, it's on digital and it's in 4k too. So if you're into watching quality stuff, check it out. Cool. I will put all of Phil's links in the show notes and also the description of this video. So you guys can go check that out. Thanks for listening. Be sure you're subscribed. Leave reviews. Those help a ton on iTunes. And, uh, yeah, we love when you share stories and stuff that you're listening, and uh, we'll repost them. So thanks for the love. And wish us luck filming today. Boom. Okay. All right. And sunshine. Sunshine. (laughs) Seriously, it's (laughs) great, but we're going to find out. (laughs) 
All right. Not a buff. See you guys. See ya.